0: Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation, my Dry Bar comedy special. Amateur Nation is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to Dry Bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy that will probably still offend amateur nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. <laughs> It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. Santini? Governor Santini? No, comedian and host Santini. On this show, we call attention to and call out the amateurs. The people who are doing life wrong, The speed bumps of life. The people that are in your way every day. The unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hi, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. This conversation with Governor
1: Santini is brought to you by Soylent Red and Soylent Yellow, high-energy vegetable concentrate, and new delicious Soylent Green, the miracle food of high-energy plankton gathered from the oceans of the world. Because of its enormous popularity, Soylent Green is in short supply. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. And now... Governor
0: Santini. I'm not a governor, although it does have a nice ring to it. And this is episode 214, Hashtag Hollywood Privilege. As always, fans first, shouts out to Anna Wharf from Moni, Illinois, and Polly G70, Sarah Novacell and Razvan Aline Bayan, all following me on YouTube, at Lou Santini. And did you know that there are three major holidays this week? February 26th is Tell a Fairy Tale Day. Once upon a time, there was a treasonous commie crime family leader who became president. February 28th is Public Sleeping Day. Well, for President Coloring Book, this is every day. And finally, March 3rd is Threesome Day. So do something nice for the special someones in your life. Good luck getting your girlfriend or wife into celebrating that one, men. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Topic number one. I need girl talk. Madonna is the LeBron James of pop music. Once respected, now a tarnished legacy. I know I'm going to take some heat for this topic with accusations of being petty and superficial and or misogynistic or ageist or sexist, but as always, the pros... Will stay with me, and for amateur nation listening, especially the young females, bite down on a pencil and deal with it. You just might learn something. I'm looking at this picture of Madonna at the recent Grammys, and you just know that her handlers, her agents, managers, publicists, personal trainers, nutritionists, lawyers, record executives, and other hangers-on are just telling her how amazing and fabulous she looks eyebrows plucked randomly, while a thin pencil line of Nancy Pelosi-esque secondary eyebrows hover above. Then we have the giant frog lips, exaggerated fake eyelashes, pigtails, four in total, and the jolliness that simply comes with age, topped off with an 80s Annie Lennox and the Eurythmics black suit and tie. An account by the name of Realize Really's perfectly stated, she looks like the Caucasian little Kim. In light of Madonna's ghastly appearance on the Grammys recently, stop it, she looks terrible, come on, I recently Googled female celebrities that have aged gracefully. It's a three-year-old article that popped up showing female celebs before and after, showing them in their youthful prime, so to speak, and now. Here are the results. I adjusted the ages accordingly because it's a three-year-old article. In no particular order, by the way. Uh, Cindy Crawford now 53. She looks great. Now, did she have work done? I'm not sure, but I know she doesn't look freakish and like an alien. She still looks like herself and clearly has taken care of herself over the years. Jennifer Lopez, 53 also, still can't act or sing, but looks pretty good for a white girl. Yeah, I know what I said. Julia Roberts, now 55, an overrated actress, but still looks like she's aging gracefully. Angela Bassett, 64 years old. She looks great and looks the most natural. Goldie Hahn, 77. No, I disagree. Frog lips fail. <laughs> Ohio's favorite coked-up hit-and-run criminal, Halle Berry, 55. That woman's just a freak of nature and looks fantastic. Jessica Lange, 73, and the best actress on this list, in my opinion. Zero work done, for what I can tell, and looks 10 years younger than her 73 years. Julie Andrews, 87, not only looks great, but still looks like the Julie Andrews from back in the day. Just an older version, so to speak. Meryl Streep, 73, does look her age, and not bad for a Harvey Weinstein-worshipping commie. Michelle Pfeiffer, 64, now, I met her once at an event I was MCing in Los Angeles, and while I never thought she was like hot stuff on camera, she's quite beautiful in person and still looks fantastic today with what I believe to have no work done. Joan Collins, 89. Don't look no 89, that's for sure. Okay, let's get past the part where a man judges women's appearance. I think
1: you're an asshole.
0: Okay, whatever. Stay with me. This is a this is a big picture topic. Fact of lifetime. <sighs> People look at and comment on others' appearances. Good, bad, and the ugly. It happens. A normal, sane pro understands that one's appearance is not a reflection of who they are, their moral compass, or their character. Happy now, amateurs out there who might be listening? (laughs) It's still my favorite drop. Now, there is a point to all of this. What do all these women have in common? They all still look like women. They all look recognizable as their former selves, and not like the embarrassing, pumpkin-headed, androgynous space alien that Madonna has become, as seen at the recent Grammys, which is the impetus to this topic. Now, I saw this article from NME.com, but found everywhere, Madonna blasts ageism and misogyny of those criticizing her Grammy look. I have never apologized for any of the creative choices I have made, nor the way that I look or dress, and I'm not going to start. I want somebody to pay a little attention to me. Yeah, you may not have ever apologized, but you sure felt the need to defend yourself. The article says this, Madonna is pushing back against social media criticism of her look at the 2023 Grammy Awards, calling the backlash ageism and misogyny that detracted from the historical importance of Sam Smith and Kim Petra's moment. Ah, yes, the historical importance, the JFK assassination, the first men on the moon, 9-11. I'll always remember where I was when two-attention-starved, overrated Hollywood elite got even more praise, despite being oppressed. Smith, who is non-binary. Oh, and I thought it was called Who Caresness. I agree. And Petras, a trans woman. I don't... I agree. The award for the best solo pop duo group performance for their mega hit Unholy, which they also performed. Madonna commented... Instead of focusing on what I said in my speech, which was about giving thanks for the fearlessness of artists like Sam and Kim, many people chose to talk only about close-up photos of me taken with a long lens camera by a press photographer that would distort anyone's face. If you're gonna lie to me, tell me there's a broad waiting in the car. I want to tongue my balls. Yeah, okay. A, nice deflection. Don't look at me. And if you did, here's my excuse for my appearance. B, notice how she combined a recap of her virtue-signaling speech, and then made it about her. But don't focus on her. Focus on her speech about the oppressed. C. How would you know which camera and what kind of camera took your pictures? D. A long time ago, when Madonna was relevant and a pioneer, I remember when she got busted, so to speak, when old black-and-white nude photos of her, many of which we're with another woman, were discovered and published in Penthouse magazine. And I remember seeing this. The pictorial, frankly, was gentle, feminine, and very artful in composition. I've seen more nudity on the FXX network, frankly. I realized it was a different time then. It was late 80s, perhaps. And I remember the press asking her, what do you have to say about this? And I remember her responding to the press basically with, yeah, and And the story went away. Again, a different time then, when the press wasn't the complete commie shit show it is today. Yes, she was younger, hungrier, quickly climbing the ladder to icon status. She was natural looking. And what's more, those pictures had been taken long before she was a recording artist, as she mentioned that she was broke at the time and simply needed the money. That being said, E... If you're the strong, confident woman who doesn't owe anyone answers and are indeed the icon the world has pretty much anointed you as, why the need to defend yourself? Frankly, her credibility would have been strengthened if she had done one of two things. A, said something like, yeah, I had work done. I stand by my choice, good or bad. Or B, said nothing. Once again, I am caught in the glare of ageism and misogyny that permeates the world we live in. No, no, it's the world you live in and chose. The world we pros live in involves keeping our lights on, buying eggs, and worrying about more spy balloons hovering over the United States. She says, a world that refuses to celebrate women past the age of 45. Yeah, wrong. See my list mentioned earlier. And why do we have to celebrate everyone and every type of person? We pros only have 24 hours in our days. Anyway. Let me backtrack. She said, a world that refuses to celebrate women past the age of 45 and feels the need to punish her if she continues to be strong-willed, hardworking, and adventurous. Ah, way to compliment yourself, amateur. Madonna went on to say, I have never apologized for any of the creative choices I have made, nor the way that I look or dress, and I'm not going to start. I have been degraded by the media since the beginning of my career. No, you haven't. Exactly the opposite. You've been celebrated and put on a pedestal and because of it, now have a net worth of $850 million. But I get it. You're oppressed. She says, but I understand that this is all a test and I'm happy to do the trailblazing so that all the women behind me can have an easier time in the years to come. Really? You do that for us lowlifes? Oh, hail Madonna. You are no longer of any use to me. She concluded with the words, bow down, bitches. Ah, gratitude. By the way, Madonna. Metal rules. Preach, brother. Madonna, in the beginning, whether you liked her or not, was indeed a music trailblazer. And a fashion pioneer paved the way for a lot of not only female pop singers, but pop singers in general. If she didn't know the world was correct in mentioning her desperate attempt to stay relevant, then she wouldn't feel the need to respond to the latest backlash. It's Insecurity 101. You want to be a superstar? I mean, a superstar? Public scrutiny, often in the form of superficiality, comes with the territory. And for the amateurs who defend Madonna with, leave her alone, she's a star and you're not. I know, I'm not famous, so I don't get an opinion. Like when I said actor Terrence Howard was a good actor, but not a legend. Like how people comment on professional athletes' performances. Madonna doesn't care about you at all. Just give her your money. Apparently, as low-life scum, we're supposed to just sit and watch singers, actors, pro-athletes, politicians, and all members of the privileged elite do their jobs and either praise them or shut up.
1: You all suck and you always
0: have. Now, does Madonna really look good for 64 years old, though? Really? You're telling me there aren't natural-looking women in your circle, the people listening to this show in your life who have not had tons of plastic surgery that don't look as good, if not better, than Madonna. I know, amateurs. Hey, if I had her kind of money, I wouldn't care what I look like. And that speaks to your willingness to sell your soul. And considering she was never that hot or beautiful to begin with, maybe she could just age gracefully. She paved the way for women in pop music, had a hugely successful career, reinvented her look several times. She could have gone with the time to set an example and age gracefully and speak maturely for and to the young women of America look. Nope. So here's yet another area where I get into trouble with this Madonna story. If I say something, calling out this freak show for trying to kid herself and others that she is as young-looking and relevant as her musical counterparts, like, say, Ariola Grande, then I'm, what, sexist, ageist, objectifying women, when in reality, I'm merely calling attention to her shocking, unnecessary desperation. And I'll add some mild form of mental illness or body dysmorphia or delusion and sadness. Had she not responded to criticism, especially so poorly, so crassly, so immaturely, this wouldn't be a topic on this show. And then, if I bring up her age and the fact that I'm sure there are, yes, millions of women around the world that are her age that look better than her, then I'm focusing too much on women's looks. And again, objectifying women. So, let's all pretend that looks in Hollywood and entertainment and in life for women and men, don't matter. Let's just pretend that. See morbidly obese Lizzo. She's brave and stunning and fierce. No one mentions morbidly obese and a candidate for a heart attack and heart disease and diabetes. The fact is literally in front of your faces. And yes, there are many attractive obese men and women out there, but somehow it's not objectifying them if I agree with amateur nation and say, Madonna looks great. She doesn't. Hey, Madonna is the one prancing around pretending to look young. Not younger. Young. And doing a bad job of it. If you don't want the attention, lock it up and stay inside. This is the price of fame. That is the ticket she punched. Then comes the argument, well, it's not fair. Men can age without plastic surgery and get fat and lose their hair and they get gray and they aren't held to the same standards. I know. And, yeah, life isn't fair like that because men have no problems to deal with as they get older. Our lives are picnics. As always, Pronation chimes in right on point. This post from Brian Klassen. He says The irony is that her obsession with looking young at any cost reeks of ageism to me. Aging gracefully is true beauty. And by the way, I saw this headline. It said, bloated Leo DiCaprio is slammed for aging worse than Madonna. But Lizzo, fierce, amazing, stunning. Look, they don't know what they're talking about. And also, by the way, you know who's also 64 and was a musical artist at the exact same time Madonna started out and looks great and looks like a woman and herself? The Bengals front woman, Susanna Hoffs. Amateur nation. You can't change the rules and move the finish line anytime you want, deciding when it's okay to objectify women and when we have to applaud their bravery based on their plastic surgery or lack thereof. And again, don't forget, Hollywood doesn't care about you. Why do you care about them and their feelings? This is Hollywood. None of this is even remotely necessary. Amateur Nation, empowering women depending on the coin flip. And now this. Topic number two. We'll be back with more on the neediness and hypocrisy of the oppressed Hollywood elite, but now we have yet another story of trans men trying to cop a look and put one over on the empowered women. This headline from the New York Post, but found everywhere. Transgender woman charged with indecent exposure over Ohio YMCA incident. Here's the article. A transgender woman, translation creepy man, has been charged with indecent exposure after allegedly stripping naked in front of women and girls at an Ohio YMCA, authorities said. Rachel Glynes, 31, whose legal first name is Darren, was charged with three counts of indecent exposure in connection with at least three incidents at the Xenia YMCA dating back to 2021 and 2022. Women reported seeing a naked male in the female's locker room, including when three underage girls were present, according to the outlet, which cited court records. A woman who was at the Y with her two daughters, a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old, said she was upset and shaken when she saw a completely naked man who was facing away from his locker and completely exposed to the rest of the locker area. Okay, kill him! I am have a problem with that. She asked him if he was a woman. To which the man replied that he was, according to a police report. Ah, well, case closed. Women, next time this happens, identify as a cop. The woman claimed the director of the Y told her men could not be kept out of the women's locker room. I'll read that again. The woman claimed the director of the YMCA told her men could not be kept out of the women's locker room. The article continues. Xenia City Council President William Urschel recently addressed the incident during a discussion at a Greene County Tea Party meeting. So she went to the front desk and said, Hey, I don't know if you know what's going on, but there's a naked man in there, Urschel said. She was informed, no, this is actually a woman and that you shouldn't be disturbed by this, he added. Oh, well, thanks for telling me. I feel better, except for that penis swinging back and forth in front of my two underage daughters. So I'm not seeing what I'm seeing? Got it. Two plus two equals five. A city rep told WHIO that Urschel's comments were his own and were not authorized by or on behalf of the rest of the city council, the mayor, the city manager, or the law director. Don't you love that, how they all stick together? The spokesperson added that the city's law department did not plan to bring charges against the YMCA. The rep told the outlet neither the Xenia City Council nor any member of the council had any part in the decision to file public indecency charges regarding the use of the YMCA's locker rooms. The decision to file charges was based on the facts presented to the law department by the Xenia Police Division and the language of state statute, the spokesperson added. In a statement, the YMCA of Greater Dayton said it adheres to Ohio and federal laws and anti-discrimination laws which allow all members access to its facilities and programs, regardless of religion, national origin, race, color, sex, age, disability, gender identity, or sexual orientation. It added that it has a strong record of both protecting personal privacy and modesty in our facilities, which are both safe and accommodating, while serving and including all members of the community equally. Yeah. Yeah, they they have a, a strong record of protecting personal privacy and modesty in their facilities, which are both safe and accommodating. I like how they by the way, let me just pat ourselves in the back here. So where where is that woman and her two underage daughters being protected? Where's their privacy? Being granted. The article says given our strong record, again, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back, our adherence to the law, our dedication to inclusiveness, and our environment designed to protect personal privacy for all, we will not alter our current policies. The YMCA of Greater Dayton said, let it be known that under no circumstances will we investigate an individual's birth gender identity and then assign individuals to locker rooms. That would be counter to the law, counter to uh, respect for all people, and it is not who or what we are as an organization. No, what you are is basically allowing pedophiles to infiltrate women's locker rooms. That's what you are. That is exactly what you are. They're trying to say, because, you know, we don't have time to investigate an individual's birth gender identity. Yeah, you do. Make time. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I talked about in my book, where the world is adjusting for the very noisy minority. There needs to be no more silent majority. It needs to be a noisy majority. Okay, now, this is not the first report like this. And it's the second one I've covered on this show. Now, we have to wait until a woman is assaulted, but more likely a child will be assaulted. Funny how America is reactionary and wants to ban all guns when there's a mass shooting involving a criminal who often has an illegal gun. But when underage children are around sexual predators exposing themselves, pretending to be something they're not, America does nothing. You know, we're living in a society... Find me at LouSantini.com and at LouSantini on YouTube. At LouSantini, especially on Sneak Peek Thursdays with a 60-second preview for next week. I'm also on Truth Social at LouSantini3. And you can snag a free month subscription to Drybar Comedy and get your free month of funny by going to drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S and using promo code LouSantini. More Hollywood oppression on topic number three next. Hey pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just 11 48 The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just eleven forty-eight. dollars Please at $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at lusantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off no amateurs t-shirt today. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A A constant need for attention. attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of I'm special. So treat me accordingly. Introducing Introducing the book, Amateur Nation, Nation, The the Decline decline of Common Sense Manners and Social social Skills, the second second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement, the 30 truths about amateurs, the four stages of being an amateur, amateur habitats and history, social media plus me, me, me equals amateur technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type, Amateur Nation. Santini. Governor Santini? Hold still, there's more. Topic number three. Hit me! Ever get denied a promotion? Or made it through several interviews for your dream job, only to not quite get across the finish line? Remember when you went to the press to complain and tell everyone how it should have been you so as to embarrass yourself further? Oh, no? Oh, you went the pro route, grew up, and moved on. That is so not the hashtag Hollywood privilege way. This headline from IndieWire.com. Danielle Deadweiler speaks out on Oscar snub. Academy voters chose not to see till. Here's the article. Danielle Deadweiler is speaking out on her Best Actress Oscar snub. The Till star addressed the misogynoir of Academy Awards voters when it comes to viewing contenders speculating that Academy members most likely did not see the historical feature directed by, oh boy, Chenanye Chukwu. (laughs) I did the best I could there. The actress added, I think the question is more on people who are living in whiteness. White people's assessment of the spaces they are privileged by. Wait, what are we doing? Yeah, that sound you hear are the pebbles rattling around in the empty skulls of amateur nation, nodding in agreement. Deadweiler is nominated for Best Actress at the BAFTA and SAG Awards, which is clearly not enough, and was recognized at the Critics' Choice Awards. Still not enough! The star likened the lack of diversity among Academy Award nominees this year as part of a systemic issue that transcends Hollywood. Get your thesauruses out. Here comes the $10 word salad. We've seen it exist in a governmental capacity. It can exist on a societal capacity, be it global or national. Then it has its residual effects. It is in our quotidian life. It is in our industries. It is a thing. Everyone has to assess and investigate, source out, and make more equitable. Nobody is absolved or not participating in racism and not knowing that there is a possibility of its lingering effect on the spaces and the institution. Poof, A- I wonder if she would have spotted off had she been nominated. Answer, no. B. I wonder if she would have spotted off had she been nominated but lost. Answer, yes. C. Quotidian means daily. D. Nobody is absolved of not participating in racism. Isn't that a double negative? So you're saying everyone is absolved in participating in racism. All right. E. Can I just dislike you because you're a spoiled Sour Grapes member of the Hollywood elite? Ah, oh, I knew I hated you for a good reason. Hashtag Hollywood Privilege, take two. From Variety.com, actress Nia Long. Why wasn't I considered for Avatar? Zoe Saldana's amazing, but I wasn't even a topic of discussion. You remember Nia Long from soap operas and many movies like the iconic Boys in the Hood? You don't? Well, maybe that's why she wasn't even a topic of discussion for Avatar, the most boring, expensive movies ever made. I've felt passed over on things for sure, Long said. There have definitely been moments like, why wasn't I considered for that? Like, why wasn't I considered for Avatar? I think Zoe's amazing, but I wasn't even a topic of discussion, you know? Hey, by the way, there's a reason you may not have been considered. You have a crappy agent. That's your agent's job to get you a meeting. Case closed. Hollywood solved. The article says, although long admitted that a lot of times, to be fair, directors know in their minds who they want. Can you imagine? A person who is directing a movie already has an idea of what they want. She still finds herself feeling passed over for big Hollywood roles. Maybe it's because you're not a great actress, and that your acting ability is only for these types of roles, or at this level. But again, I only lived there for 24 years and saw it firsthand. she finds herself feeling passed over for Hollywood roles. You know, like 95% of actors working in Hollywood. Did you know when it comes to the entertainment union SAG-AFTRA, the stat is something like 90% of the actors paying into the union are only working like 10% of the time. I mean, those numbers aren't exact, and the exact numbers aren't as important as much as the stilted contributions to the union. Working actors like myself, when I lived in Hollywood for 24 years, get rejected daily, sometimes more than once in a day, often literally based on their appearance only, rather than their ability, thanks to quotas and diversity hires. But let's get back to the woman with a net worth of only $9 million. She says, I would love to do a film like Avatar because I'm really a fan and obsessed. I would even do a supporting role in a film like that because it's so magical and beautiful and there's so many lessons and a connection to Mother Nature, humanity, and race. I just think it's fantastical. (laughs) You didn't get the job. You can stop sucking up. Long said that she has not recently had to audition for parts, but she certainly would if an opportunity for Avatar came along. That's important for those of you who don't know. If you don't have to audition for things in Hollywood anymore and you're merely getting offers, meaning studios, directors, and production companies come to you, you've won! Ungrateful little bitches, aren't they? Hashtag Hollywood Privilege. All right, a few bites here, a few bites there. This is a la carte. Grunge band Soundgarden late lead singer Chris Cornell look-alike Subway Sandwich Schiller Virtue signaling commie point guard for the Golden State Warrior Steph Curry is trying to block low-income housing near his $30 million mansion. Well, that's just not inclusive at all. He's a
1: complete amateur.
0: Commie propaganda machine for China, Disney, lost 2.3 million subscribers in the first quarter of this year. And the first quarter, not over yet. Go! Last week, I mentioned that the Roman Empire enslaved white people. Reparations, here I come! And, of course, Amateur Nation got bent out of shape because logic. I mean, I should at least be able to eat free at the Olive Garden. Huh. Well, that's not in the Bible, but it should be. Oh, no. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly broke up. They seem so centered. Plus, most men named Machine Gun are reliable, mature men with whom to spend the rest of your life. Why would you date an amateur when you could date a professional? Did you know, per one of my favorite accounts on Instagram, Unusual Whales, Moderna will charge $130 for its COVID untested gene experiment. Taxpayers gave two and a half billion to develop the Moderna untested gene experiment, and it costs about $3 to make. Hey, why aren't Greta Thunberg and Al Gore in East Palestine, Ohio for the environmental disaster that was caused by the train derailment? How dare you? Mm, guess there's no place to land your private jets. Two words that sum up the biggest lie in technology. Universal remote. Last year, tennis superstar Novak Djokovic was deported from Australia for refusing the untested gene experiment. This year, he won the Australian Open. Suck it, Bill Gates. Did you know 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, a near all time high per CNBC? See si, si, St. Thanks, Dr. Jill. We interrupt this broadcast for this important message from President Coloring Book. When people have a problem, they, uh, they've got your number, they knock on your door. Not only you, but your spouses can't go to the grocery store, the gas station, can't show up the, and without, well, What's the, can you fix my such and such? idiot every week i find three things that are done right things that are pro so you can end this show with a smile on your face knowing that there's hope these are three pro things number one leave it to comedians to preach the truth and lead the way in standing up for america's freedoms from the daily wire this headline my pronouns are kiss my ass roseanne barr releases first stand-up special in nearly 20 years here's the article Comedian, I hate when they do that. She's a comedian. I know actor, actress, you know, comedian, comedian, whatever. Comedian Roseanne Barr, making a comeback on the comedy stage in a new TV special, railed against woke agendas and cancel culture. Barr was fired from the reboot of her sitcom Roseanne in 2018, which boasted the highest ratings of a new TV series in years. After posting a tweet about powerful Obama White House advisor Valerie Jarrett that stated, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. (laughs) Barr later apologized, saying, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I am truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me, my joke was in bad taste. But ABC still fired her. Roseanne Barr, cancel this which is Barr's first new TV stand-up special in nearly two decades, and aired on Fox Nation on February 13th, features the return to her no-holds-barred comedy, pronouncing my pronouns are kiss my ass. Barr, 70, who looks like herself, by the way, no plastic surgery, takes on the trend of asking children what their gender is, quipping, what is my gender, mom? What is my gender? Your gender is get a job, that's your gender. What are they thinking? Ask. What is a woman? She continues. They don't know that? That one they're asking all the time. What is a woman? I'll tell you what a woman is. A woman is me. That's what a woman is, okay? A woman is someone who cleans up everybody else's shit. That's what a woman is. A woman is somebody whose boobs hang down to her knees with a prolapsed uterus from giving birth to five ungrateful little privileged bitches that have never had to work for anything in their whole damn life, she jokes. Barr, who supported former President Trump, said in 2019 that her support may have been a factor in ABC's decision to fire her. All of Hollywood, they just hate him, and they hate those of us who like him. There is no way around it, she said. So yeah, I think they took me off because I liked him, and I like him because I'm a Jew, and he likes Israel. She discussed her 2018 firing with the Los Angeles Times. It was a witch burning, and it was terrifying, she recalled. I would die many times. I guess you would call it the dark night of the soul. I felt like the devil himself was coming against me to tear me apart, to punish me for believing in God. They didn't do it to anyone else in Hollywood, although they always throw in Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K. Well, Louis C.K. did lose everything, but he committed an actual offense, and Dave Chappelle was protected by Netflix. I'm the only person who's lost everything, whose life's work was stolen, stolen by people who I thought loved me, and there was silence. She said she forgave those involved and believed that everything that had happened was part of God's plan. I don't think they'll ever stop trying to come after me, particularly now that I'm getting the last laugh on their ass. That's why I'm coming back. And she goes on to say, I never would have had that last laugh unless I'm strong enough to stand on two feet. And although I do have to wear adult diapers while doing it, I am not ever going to stop making fun of power and its arrogance, and I don't give a fuck what color it is. I'll be there. Make the most fucking fun of it that I can before I croak, she concluded. Isn't it funny how Madonna screams oppression, and she's literally not lost anything, not time, not respect, certainly not money. Roseanne Barr lost a show, lots of time, lots of respect. Lots of money. She's the real victim, but doesn't claim victimhood. She doesn't claim to be a victim her whole life. She doesn't scream oppression. She knows what she had. She lost friends. That's character. Number two. By now, you've heard about the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, of which caused a huge toxic cloud to cover the city, calling for a citywide evacuation and killing countless animals in its wake, not to mention reports of humans being sick already and lawsuits being filed as I speak. You know, come on, it released vinyl chloride, butyl acrylate, ethyl hexyl acrylate, and ethylene glycol monobutyl, the worst and most potentially deadly train derailment in American history? You didn't hear anything about it. Well, oh, maybe because if this was in a blue state or city, it would be national news, but since it's in rural Ohio, a red state, it gets ignored. This on point post by Wake Up Right on Instagram. If everything's okay in East Palestine, Ohio, I'd like to see Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden prove it by visiting. Breathe the air and drink the water. Then I'll believe it. No word from diversity hire Pete Buttigieg on whether the train or its tracks were racist or not. Number three. Ooh, saving the best for last. I found a song about amateurs. And the best part is, it's by an amateur. Here's the skinny. The song is called Amateur. By, of course, a trans woman named Ezra Furman, who is in an indie rock band called Ezra Furman and the Boyfriends. Now look, he sounds like a man, but wears a dress like a woman, so his feelings in the dress make him a woman, of course, since that's how sexuality works now. According to Wikipedia, he plans to become a rabbi. Anyway, before I play it, I'd like to read part of the lyrics, and I do that because, frankly, some of the lyrics speak to being a pro, not an amateur. It's like he's admitting that his way of thinking and moving through life as an amateur is not working even though he's currently living as an amateur and doesn't know it. He thinks living the life of a pro is amateur. Does that make sense? Take these lyrics, for example. He says, I want to be an amateur. That's what I would like to someday be. I want to be an amateur back like I used to be. I want to go down to the essence, down to the essence, down to my clumsy childhood essence. I want to be essentially Unfiltered, free. On the one hand, that does sound pro, right? But what this adult is saying, I want to go back to being a kid when I don't have any responsibility and everything is done for me. But then comes this I don't like power. I don't like hierarchy. I don't worship human power. The idea of enemy is not for me. The irony here is amateurs love the hierarchy. They only worship human power in the form of Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, and the politicians telling them what to do. He says, I'm an American. I like to think that means real democracy. I want to be an amateur. When you're an amateur, you don't have the whole thing preconceived. You're flying blind. You didn't get a pricey art degree. Or if you did, that's fine. That's definitely a pro mindset there. Okay, so let's hear it. By the way, the singing style is everything you'd expect from a physically, mentally, and emotionally weak, whiny amateur. Ezra, take it away.
1: I want to be an what i would like to someday be i want to be an amateur back like i used to be i want to go down to the essence down to the essence down to my clumsy childhood essence i want to be essentially unfiltered human power The idea of an elite is not for me I'm an American I'd like to think that means real democracy I want to be an amateur When you're an amateur You don't have the whole thing preconceived You're flying blind You didn't get it pricey art degree or if you did that's fine if you can forget your vocabulary got wings to fly no sense keeping them folded neatly take to the sky let me hear you strain your voice so sweetly you got instinct Stick with me I don't know anything I don't know
0: get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy by going to drybarcomedy.com slash lous and using promo code lou santini a free no amateurs tee if you contribute to the show lou at lou santini.com. and all tees are 50 percent off if you're buying lou santini.com. subscribe to at lou santini on youtube or lou santini entertainment on facebook because amateur nation is not just a podcast it's a movement remember amateurs we see you You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a Big major Production. When people have a problem, uh, they've got your number, they knock on your door. Not only you, but your spouses can't go to the grocery store, the gas station, can't show up uh, without... Well, what's the, can you fix my such and such? Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My Dry Bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to Dry Bar Comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini. L O U S A N T I N I and you'll get a free month of clean comedy that will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement.